another episode of Soul Philly, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And we have to tell you guys, thank you so much. We didn't get to tell them, like, thank you for our live show oh, that we yeah. had Friday. Yes, we're coming out. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you times a trillion, a billion, a fillion. Yes. <laughs> and y'all have to excuse us because even though I'm super hyper, I just came off of a praise break. My <laughs> girls are tired. It's like dang near eleven, about to be twelve AM. <laughs> but um, you know, we love you guys. We love y'all. <laughs> I'm just feeling a little under the weather. I started like right after love after the live show, I was feeling a little sick. Girl, my chest is so congested. I'm like, Tiffany, pardon me. I smell like some big paper rub, like that old grandma remedy right now. But oh, uh, I'm good that. though. I'm not speaking that of my life. I'm healthy. You healthy and you is wealthy. And wealthy. And all of you. <laughs> but I, I definitely did want to take out the time to say thank you to every single guest that has came out. Every friend, every family member who came out and supported us on Friday mm. at our live show, we had such a good time. We didn't have time to say thank you because we were rushing, you know, we had a time constraint. But mm-hmm. I just want to let you guys know how grateful we are and we don't take you guys for granted. So thank you so much, Soulmates. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And there's going to be more live shows in 2019, so get ready. Get ready. Get yes. ready because it's going to get better and better. better. And better, yeah, and better, and better each time. Better, better. I'm so excited. Like, I've been thinking of so many things. Like, last night, I just wrote all these things about soul feeling. But I don't know. I'm, I'm acting like I'm not actually on the podcast right now. But I just wrote all these things. I want to run by you guys, even though we've already talked about it. But I'm just so excited for 2019. So, y'all, get ready for 2019, like, right now, because it's here. It yes. is here. And it's time to get ready. Ready or not. But today, we're talking about things we wish we would have said. Mm. Well, the first part, that's what we're talking about. And so, you know, we're on this podcast and we talk a lot and it's nothing pre-scripted. It's not, nothing like that. It's organic conversation between three best friends. And so a lot of times it's not, it's hard to convey, you know, your message mm-hmm. clearly all the time. You know, you might say some wrong words here and there, or you might not have an answer to a question. Right. Um, like at our live show. So I... I, you know, most times in life, you don't have, you don't get the chance to correct yourself, mm-hmm. but we do. Absolutely. And, and there's actually are a lot of times where you get to correct yourself if you do say something like <laughs> out there or something right. like that, mm-hmm. or you, um, but I just wonder if like, um, sometimes we don't actually do it and I don't know why, but today I want to take the shit pride. Yeah. pride some people just don't care enough to, you know, mm. yeah. to be true. You know, so you go back and say, you know what? That was wrong of me, or I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. I did that the other day. <laughs> I did it to Taylor, the one she was shooting our photographs at the yeah. um, podcast, and I DM'd her because I didn't realize that we only booked her until nine o'clock on Friday, mm. and so and I was like, "But we needed like at the end of the podcast, it was like nine thirty, and she's like, "Oh, I gotta go," and I'm thinking to myself like. And I was talking to the girl. I was like, oh, but we need pics. Like, we need pics after the thing, after the podcast. Mm. And then she was like, she, I could feel like she felt a little awkward. And then Kobe was like, well, you know, we only booked her tonight. I was like, oh. And I think she had something afterwards. I was like, oh, my God. I totally just came off as the B word. And so I DM'd her. And I don't know why I'm putting all my business on it. <laughs> but I DM'd her. Because I just felt bad. Because I don't want her to think any, like, 
you know, anything. I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't know that we only booked you tonight, blah, 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 blah. But I think it's, it's important to, you know, right your wrongs when you can. For sure. Especially with amazing people like, you know, Taylor, people you care about. Absolutely. We definitely don't want to burn those bridges because we said something that came out the wrong way. And mm-hmm. even if we really wasn't aware of it, just like you said, mm-hmm. just making sure you can never be too sure. Right. Like it's better to overcompensate than to not care at all and then have someone feeling some type of way. Yeah. Not even know that, that y'all even have bad blood between y'all. And, you know, not having a person feel some type of way and on your end, you thinking everything's all good. Right, yeah. I think we should be mindful of that because at the end of the day, what I'm most grateful for when I think about my life, I'm most grateful for the people that are around me. And so, I don't take that lightly. Like, I don't because I just know that it's the relationships that makes life fulfilled. Like, Mm -hmm. it really is. So, yeah, don't take that stuff lightly. If you feel feel like you said something wrong or you feel like you made someone feel a type of way, you know, put the pride aside and say, oh, I didn't mean that, or I apologize. I hope we good. Okay? And move it on. Keep it pushing. <laughs> also, I don't know about you guys, but I just think it's a very mature thing if, you know, if you're in a friendship, relationship, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I was just talking to one of my friends about this, and she was just talking about her friendship and how it just broke off really fast. Mm-hmm. And she didn't understand, like, why did it, why did the friendship break without even um she wanted to communicate about what the problem was but the Mm. other person didn't and i just think like i don't think it's like the friend's fault really uh well it is but i think that some people aren't i don't know brought up that way you Mm. know something is done wrong to them or they felt some type of way they like you know i'm just gonna cut cut somebody off mm-hmm. but i do think it's it does um benefit you to you know if someone is a as not even asset of your life someone you care about in your life i think it is um really important to talk about it Absolutely. talk things out that's so true and then you know at one point in life that whole be being heartless and being able to cut you off that was kind of glorified i don't want to say glorified but it was just put on a it, it was put in high, high in the spotlight. And so I think that we have to realize that people make mistakes. We too make mistakes. And cutting someone else off and just trying to replace someone like that is, that's not a realistic way of living. Because think about it. How many times have we ourselves made mistakes? How many times? <laughs> and imagine if every time you made a, a mistake, Someone cut you off. That would be a very lonely life that we're living. Right. And and to go back where you were saying, to when you were saying that, um, you know, we just should just communicate that. Take it upon ourselves. Not look, seek out for the next person because maybe they weren't raised that way. Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm going to say that that's easier said than done, but mm-hmm. it's very, very doable. I know sometimes you just want to be right and... <laughs> And especially in the heat of an argument or a debate or just uh, a situation, you don't want to like have to because you when you when you confront that person, you have to take accountability and understand like, hey, I may have been wrong in this situation. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about this in the past, but that that those two seconds of just saying, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I ain't mean nothing by that. This is what I actually meant. Although 
that pride <laughs> that you gotta swallow that frog in your throat <laughs> before you actually say that thing to, to, to rectify the whole situation is gonna be so, so, so worth it at the end once you actually say that and then that person and, and it's crazy when I think about when people fall out and you ask them about a week later and they don't even remember why they was mad at each other. <laughs> they don't even remember. Honestly, someone I dated <laughs> I, did it. I don't even know why we fell out. Like I don't remember the last conversation, and I'm like, why? And I was just, I just was thinking, like, why? why? I'm trying to go back, like, why? Like, what did I say? Because I just remember one thing. It's like, oh, so you're not gonna come over on Wednesdays anymore? Mm. And I was like, no. But I don't remember what was said before then. <laughs> right. And then she, she let months and weeks and days and hours and t- time just pass you by and. We could have swallowed that pride and just talked to that person. That's so true. <laughs> you know what I realized? I was watching um, Grapevine TV. It's a YouTube series on um, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they just talk about different things, like really hard-hitting topics. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to everyone's perspective. And then I, was, I thought to myself, wow, like I see everyone's side. And it, sometimes it's not the fact that you are right and someone's wrong. Y'all could all be right because y'all have different perspectives. And that's the same thing that happens in, like, an argument. I was listening to my mom talk about her her relationship and her situation. And she's like, I said this, and then he said that. And I was like, well, actually, y'all are both right. So, mm-hmm. um, And you said that to me when I was telling you about oh, my yeah, situation. Yeah. I was like, y'all are actually both right. <laughs> yeah. And it's just taking, like... Taking the time out to going back to like understanding mm. where people are coming from because sometimes we take so much of trying to prove a point, prove mm. a point, prove a point that, that we miss listening to their perspective and mm. even behind their perspective. Why do they think this way? And I think it's really important to you know just take out the time to listen fully mm. and then have them listen to you fully and mm. then y'all can say like, okay, I get this, I don't get that. And keep communicating because I feel like a lot of friendships, relationships, work relationships in general could be mended mm. if you just take out the time to like listen to each other's perspective. Because a lot of times when you really listen, instead of trying to attack the other person, you realize that y'all are both right. Y'all are just coming from different angles and point of views. Mm. So it's just like you really got to hear people out. Absolutely. And I love how you just mentioned listen fully. Because most times when we talk to people, we're listening with the intent to reply, to say what's on our chest. Like, yeah, that's cool what you said and all, but let me tell you how I feel. But it's like we, when we're doing that, we're just kind of like everything they're saying is going through one ear and out the other because you're not trying to understand. Like, you, this is basically what you said, but like we're not trying to understand their point of view. It's just like, yeah, I hear you, but I'm not digesting it. And I'm not putting myself, I'm not being empathetic and to put myself in your shoes to try to really see like, hey, okay, this is where you're coming from with that. Oh, that's what you meant by that. No, it's just like, okay, okay, but I can't wait till I can tell you my point right? to show you why I'm right. And so it's like, you can see it from my point of view, but it's like, <laughs> girl, yes. It, but it's like, if we both slow down and maybe you might need to set the tone and, and, and lead by the example of showing how how what it means or how it is to actually truly listen to some person and so once you and they say this all the time and Kobe used this example all the time when she uh, talked about how she communicates with people like okay you know I understand where you're coming from and yes I understand why you feel that way 
but this is why I such and such. Because if you listen with the intent to understand, you acknowledge what they're going through and what they've addressed to you. Like, like for me, if I was to tell y'all, like, hey, I'm, I'm cold, turn the, turn the heater on. And then they're like, okay, I understand that you're cold, but maybe we don't need to turn the heater on. But let's just turn the air conditioner off. I'm like, okay, you tried to work with me instead of saying, you know what, it ain't even that cold. Just put a jacket on or something. So, you know, listen with the intent to understand. So y'all, y'all can come to a common ground. No, I totally agree. I saw this just recently on Brother Jordan's girlfriend's or wife's um, Instagram story. Yeah. And it said, I listen with my whole self and think before I speak. When I speak, I don't back away from what is true or right. I share and communicate effectively and respectfully with others. I express myself fully and creatively. And that's kind of like an affirmation. Hmm. But I think that's something that we all could like take on. I just really hmm. like what she says. I listen with my whole self and I think before I speak. And I know for me, a lot of times I speak before I think. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And that's why I actually... I have to go back so much. Like, y'all don't understand how many times I have to go back and really say I'm sorry because I'll just be putting my foot in my mouth and I do want to stop and have to go back so much. Like, hey, I don't like this. But um, but also what I realized from myself and um, is how selfish I could be when even when I do listen to someone. Um putting myself first, even though, like, someone might be telling me they're going through something. Mm. Like, for y'all, yeah, but y'all tell me things, so y'all going through. But sometimes I put myself first, and I'm like, well, why aren't y'all meeting tonight? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? When it's so much greater than that, you know? You know, some mm. people need, you know, time to get situated and stuff like that. And so, you know, that's why I want to say it's easier said than done, because mm. I don't know, by nature, we just are so, I believe, well, for me especially, so selfish. But when I, like, was thinking about it, I was like, damn, like, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, you know, you know, sometimes, and I, and I, and this has been a cycle that I've seen play out in my life because I remember doing the same thing in my own, like, my first relationship. Mm. And I don't want to, like, go back into that cycle. So I'm glad mm. I'm, like, noticing it now. Right. But, um, so I, I say that to say it's not, as easy as I'm like saying like oh yeah just listen to a different perspective but also when listening taking action to be compassionate to be empathetic and to understand you know why things are the way they are hmm. I don't know if that makes sense that makes complete but, sense and okay and Jarvis and I we read in this book the five love languages y'all y'all should definitely read this book I, I even if you're not with a bay or nothing like that just read it because it just helps you understand you help you understand how to communicate with people. So his love language is uh, quality time. And so with quality time, there's like, I forget the type of communication they enjoy, but basically, you know, when you're, when you express a problem to someone, right? It says there are some people that only expresses solutions to that problem instead mm. of listening with the intent on how to understand what this person's going through. So it Girl, was... Girl, that is so me. So Jarvis was like, that's exactly, babe, this is you. I'm sorry to say. I was like, but I already knew it before he even said it. I was like, this me. And he was like, yeah, because like sometimes we'll get, 
<laughs> so, yeah, we both love the, the sport basketball, and he plays basketball. And so sometimes he would be vented to me, like, after a hard loss or something, and I'd be coming with Coach Jasmine mode, <laughs> like, trying to give you a million and one solutions. Well, if you would have just locked up on defense, <laughs> and if you wouldn't have just took that shot early in the game, if you would have just blocked out and got more rebounds. But he'd be like, you know what, babe, I don't want to hear none of that right now. I just want you to be on, be with me, understand, like, you remember how it was to lose a game, but buzz mm-hmm. to, like, feel what I feel like just tell me it's gonna be all right I just want to hear that sometime not giving me a million and one solutions on how what I could have done differently to win the game like damn the game is lost baby we can't go back like type deal he didn't say it like that but I just feel like if he wanted to express if he was gonna express it like that he should probably express it like this to me but anyway and I was just like yes I really need to listen with the intent of not just trying to because every time some people just want to be understood they yes we could give i think it's a time and a place when you could give advice and then sometimes you just want to be understood and just yes heard and empathize and sympathize with and just and then you know once the the situation and the emotions calm down then you can come back and give your two cents on how to to correct this thing girl that is so funny i had to pull up my twitter because i'm that person i'm gonna tell you why this is what i tweeted out just like three days ago i said now nah, i feel bad for saying i thought this was a fire ass tweet all the retweets and i get one anyway it says don't tell me what you can do tell me what you can don't tell me a problem without thinking about a solution and I'm really big on that, though. I'm like, dang. But when you said that, I was like, dang. You be telling me. I'm like, don't be coming to the, like, that is actually one of my pet peeves. I'm like, <laughs> bro, like, you coming to me with a problem. <laughs> but you ain't got, you ain't even think about a solution. You ain't even taking action. Like, or, like, you tell me, I can't, like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I'm like, okay, don't tell me what you can't do. Tell me what you can't. And I'm really big on that, especially at work. But I guess that's not always the best route to go. It ain't. It ain't. And because you got to think about it. And I and I like to use myself. Put my to If I want to get in somebody's shoes, I need to get in my own shoes. Because you got to think about Sometimes we need people to believe in us before we can even believe that we can do something. Like, like I don't know how many times in college I was like, Dad, this stuff is hard. And he would be like, Baby, just finish. Just mm-hmm. finish, Jazz. You can do it. Just you almost there. And like on them days when when things are hard, sometimes you just need that support system to know that somebody's by your side and they believes in believe in you and you can know that this is bigger than me. Like mm-hmm. I can truly do this thing. And so I be forgetting now that I'm all on this motivational <laughs> pathway. I'm like, we can manifest and create our desires. Like I'm like, you know what? All that compassion stuff is cool and all, but with a solution. You can do this. And right. it's like, we be hammering so hard and we forgetting that we are people and emotional beings. And that's what really inspires people when you get in t- tune and tap in with their emotions. That That's what sparks that belief in them. I just, solution, solution, solution. Yeah, I agree. We could definitely become like robots. With <laughs> almost like these spiritual robots, you know, we had read all the books about, you know, you know, you just speak life into yourself, like, that's what we got to talk about, I think, I don't know, we yeah. might not get to it, um, you know, if you just, you know, do this, you know, meditate, breathe, up church, you know, anything, you right. know, we're so easy to just throw all these things out, but I think what really helps is a really full, genuine conversation where you throw in experiences and mm-hmm. throw in, like, 
physical activity like let's go to let's go on a walk let's get a massage you know mm-hmm. stuff that can actually you know help you in the physical and in, in the spiritual mm-hmm. so yeah yeah guilty <laughs> <laughs> I, we wasn't even about to talk about this so I, I hopefully you know we asked for God to speak through us so maybe that's something y'all need to hear definitely that's somebody needed that somebody <laughs> I needed that <laughs> I need that too because I girl <laughs> anyways <laughs> But uh, I wanted to really talk about things we wish we would have said. And uh, there was this one topic that came up in our live show. And the question was, what um, should you consider? What uh, what should some, like, do you know? What's something do you, you, what's something that a woman or a man must have before you consider dating them? Yes. Yes. And I answered core values. I was like, everyone should have, you know, before dating somebody, I believe that you should have core set values. And I brought brought up Christianity. Like, if your core value is Christianity, then you probably want someone who is a Christian as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's other things that go with within that too. Like, it's just not re- your religion. It's other mm-hmm. things that you you value closely. That's your core value. Right. Um, and then someone in the audience asked, "Well, you don't think like a Christian and Muslim could be together? Mm-hmm. Like, or you know, get married, spend life together?" And instead of me answering it, really, like, thinking about it, because it didn't come to, to my mind until, like, after it, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I couldn't. Like, I personally couldn't. I don't believe that I could date outside of my religion mm-hmm. because it is a core value. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't explain is that doesn't mean that other people can't. Mm-hmm. And this is why, for me, what I believe is not everybody even if they are Christian, even if they're Muslim, you know, Jewish, um, spiritual, like whatever religious religion they are, mm-hmm. some people, some people don't even believe that that as a core value. Like some people can mm-hmm. even say like, I'm just a Christian, I'm just a Jew. Like some people will even like, I'll just convert for my lover or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I believe like, okay, so you can like if you are, you know. I don't want to say like a halfway Christian or you just don't, you know, really believe that that has to be your foundation. I do believe like that a Christian and a Muslim could come together and, and be together because that's not really their core, core value. Mm. Um, so that's what I just want. I, I want to answer that question more right. thorough. So now I guess my next question is, so do you think, well, I mean, we would only be able to, people that can really answer this as a, a Muslim and a Christian person that mm-hmm. I'm about to pose the question, but I'm wondering, like people that are strongly practicing whatever they believe in, could they be with the opposite religion? Right, and see, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that they could mm-hmm. because it's a strong core value. If your strong core value is I'm a Muslim or a Christian person that's open to other religions, mm-hmm. then. I think that you could. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because okay. there's a lot of people who think, you know, you know, they dabble in all types of religions, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so if you're one of those people, you could be able to date, you know, intersectionally with other people. Okay. But that's what I believe. You know, and, you know, and it's really not a one case all. Right. Because I'm pretty sure there's somebody probably out there that's strict Muslim, strict Christian, and they're together. 
Yeah. So, you my know. aunt, I have an aunt that um, did that. And, and now that I think back on it, mm-hmm. um, I'm like, what did they do on Sunday, you know, for mm-hmm. church? Mm-hmm. And she attends the same church that I do. And um, I never, now that I think about it, her um, husband wasn't at the church. He didn't, right. he didn't attend church with her. Hmm. So, and I don't know the inside of their house and mm-hmm. what went on and things mm-hmm. that they did. But, I mean, their relationship worked. So they're still no married? Mm-mm, they're not. They're not still married. <laughs> they're not. I was like, that, and, and I was like, dang, should I bring this up? <laughs> they did not end up together. <laughs> but it wasn't because of that. religion. Yeah. yeah. It, it was just. As far as my aunt is outgoing mm-hmm. and, you know, she likes to do certain like things. Like busy on the move. on the scene and he's, he's more, more reserved. of a homebody. Yeah, so it was just more of a personality clash than it was the <laughs> I had to part of it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's because I, I've heard of people doing that as well. But if I was to say my answer again at the live show, I'd probably say something like that. <laughs> Yeah, um, one thing I wanted to mention, or were we still talking oh, about? I'm good on that. That's all I didn't want to, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I might cut this out the show. I don't even know if it was relevant. Okay. No, I think these are some things that we wish we would have said. And mm-hmm. another thing that I wish I would have said, um, on the live show, we did mention, um, we were talking about... <laughs> Tiffany is squaring up with this bug over here, y'all. Oh, can I just say one more thing about yeah, that? Sure. In my mind, I put this correlation together about someone who's like, and this might not be just a really good correlation, but also, again, we always go back to vegetarianism, but think about a person who's vegan, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. There are some vegans that are like, you know, I'm just trying to be healthy, you know, I think mm-hmm. this is the best way, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then there's other vegans that are like protesting outside of the rodeo. Mm. And so it's like there are vegans that will. It's vegan. a lifestyle for them. Yeah. Right. No leather. No, no leather. No nothing. They protest and they cry when they see like. Devil's boss. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. So like, I'm not laughing at them because like, shout out to all the vegans out there because I think that's amazing. So a vegan like that would probably only date a vegan. Right. Right. But other vegans that are just like more doing loose. Doing it for health. Yeah, doing it for health. They'll probably. Uh, date a a meat eater and so that's what I'm kind of trying to say in the same way as like where as far as religion goes because that begins core core value Mm -hmm. is you know I don't want to hurt another creature ever you know Mm -hmm. I don't want that energy I it's gonna save the environment so like I don't understand how someone could um you know kill an animal you know what I'm saying and so that's what I'm trying to that's kind of like the balance of what I'm saying like what's your core core foundation values opposed for someone like another type of vegan it's just mm-hmm. more like you know mm. oh now you just made me think about something mm. I, I, I believe that, that that's true but for me now I now, now I'm thinking about the question because I, I forgot what I even wanted to mention but you just reminded me so the question was what name something that him or her or a man or a woman must have before you consider dating them so now for me personally, before I date someone, like I'm not, this is not me going in a relationship with it. I mean, this, is this in a, being in a relationship when we say before dating them? 
Because like, Ashton was just just dating. Because yeah. I wouldn't do all this before before dating. This is just me personally. Well, let me not say that. The new me, not the new me, but the me I am now. If I was to ever get back on the dating scene, I probably would be more extreme. But just being realistic, like where I was, because I don't want people to to think like this is something that I did in finding my mate, my person. So before dating, I was kind of open to 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 different core values. To I was just mainly the only thing that I was thinking about. And I wanted to say this on the podcast, but when a, one thing that I always wanted to consider what the person has for me was um, was vision and ambition. And the reason why I said vision is because, and you needed to have definitely some sense of spirituality, mm-hmm. but it didn't have to be like, like super strong sense of uh, spirituality in the beginning, like just dating phases. Now, and I, I will say as my relationship grew with the person and we actually became in a monogamous relationship, I was very, very vocal about like, hey, spirituality, if we ever going to consider marriage or ever consider this relationship long term, mm-hmm. spirituality has to be the foundation. And now if you see that, like, I'm not, I didn't even say it like this. I was just like, do you see a personal relationship with God in your future? Like, is that something that and he really just broke it to me like you know I just never understood it like in my household that was nothing that um like we would go to church on on Easter and and Christmas that's like the type of household that we had my sister she's a really strong Christian she's like Bible study every Wednesday but for me once we got old enough my parents was just kind of like you can do whatever you like as far as your own spiritual beliefs and so it never just really was anything prevalent in my life and so I was just like, okay, well, uh, that's going to be a little issue. Because I remember when that was me at one point when I was around 23 years old. And it it took my friend, best friend, Deborah, shout out to her, showing me what an actual spiritual journey was. Because I, I never experienced it for myself. And to know how important and how I needed this in my life and how I couldn't imagine my life without it now. Like, God is everything to me. And so it was just, I just showed him and then I was like, hey, I'm I'm not going to, I'm just going to see. Because you can always tell when someone's faking it just to please you or if someone is really doing this for them. And so I just let my intuition guide me and lead me like, hey, God, if this person is just doing this for me, reveal, let me discern. It's because I think that spirituality was one of my core values. But in the dating scene, going back to the question, that wasn't something that I was looking for. But long term relationship and marriage, that is definitely something that I am. I have to have. So just to shorten that up and to answer the question when I was dating back then, I wasn't looking for that. If I date now, who knows? I probably will be definitely looking for spirituality because I'm like, I ain't got time to be trying to cultivate nobody to believe in, 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 in God. Like, I want them, I may want them to come a little bit more with it because we older and I'm a lot older now. So, just depends on where you are. Wow, that actually really makes me think because... <laughs> <laughs> um, because... Um, because I have, like put people to the side because they haven't been what I thought like were 
Oh, I just didn't see a relationship. I didn't see their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't do that you did do, I never vocalized mm-hmm. how oh. important that is to me. And even asked them, you know, you really went in depth. Like we talked about everything else in the in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, everything was, you know, like perfect. Like, mm-hmm. but that's something that you. Which is crazy because I'm kind of confused on how that didn't really even pop up. Mm. But like, I never even said it wow. or asked mm. or even like, and I don't know why. I think it's probably just because I'm scared. And it's just like a sensitive subject for me. It is. It really is. Yeah, it was really sensitive for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that. I don't post like when I'm going to church, like on Instagram. Like, I don't <laughs> be doing none of that because it's just a really sacred relationship for me and so it's really kind of even hard for me to talk about but I think it would have been worth it to just see or Mm -hmm. ask you know I'm not because I'm not for trying to um convert anyone like I'm not about that life but I think it would have been valuable to just even have a conversation Mm -hmm. Um, and and I think and I can't remember his name. His name is Pastor John Jenkins or something like that. And I've been listening to him a lot on Instagram. I mean, not Instagram, on uh, YouTube. Because he puts his sermons on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying, like, he, he counsels people that's about to get married. And then he asked them questions like, okay, so what's their spiritual walk like in God? And then he's like, I get couples that tell me they don't know. He's like, well, what the heck y'all mean? Y'all don't know y'all been dating. <laughs> but how long? What do y'all talk about? You If you live in, in, in God, and I'm not trying to throw no shade or anything. Oh, but he's no. just saying oh, like, true. he's like, just if you live in, in um, and I can't remember. He didn't say this is in verbatim, but he's like, if you live in, in God's word, then you have no choice but to, it has to, it has to come up. Y'all have to talk yes. about these things. It has to, God's so good to you. You're going to have to mention it one time. Go, oh, Lord, going to slip out or something like that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, so, yeah. um, but that just made me think, because I just knew how important for me spirituality was and just having a relationship with God and especially the man being the leader and I'm just like okay if you ain't being led by God then you lead us to to I don't know where we be in where we going but I just need to know because we it's gonna be so many times basically you know that conversation is gonna come up it's gonna happen and so what he was saying is like he would rather for y'all to be at a level where he's like y'all don't have to be the most uh, Christian people that there is but at least you need to know that this person is growing. He's like, it's better to be growing than to have no relationship at all. Because God is going to meet you halfway where you stand. But if you don't even um, you don't even know where they are and y'all get married, that's why so many divorces happen. Mm-hmm. And one major thing I wanted to say, oh, is just think about it. So you say you meet this amazing person. They're amazing. They're gentlemen. They're chivalrous. Y'all have this amazing connection they treat you well they're ambitious they all these things that you you ever wanted in a person and it's like think about it we all have our shortcomings so think about it on the flip side before i even get to that person like imagine he like man i know this amazing woman she's beautiful she's so caring like she's got her head on right she's going places she's everything i ever prayed for but at times she could be a little uh, selfish she can be a little uh yes, I wrote this down on the paper. She could be a little, 
<laughs> well, we're just going to stop at selfish. <laughs> Would you think that it's fair for him to just cancel you off the list because you are you have one or two or three shortcomings, but everything else is like in perfect alignment without trying to acknowledge, give you the chance to correct yourself? At least talk to you about talk it. Talk to you about that thing and, mm-hmm. and like express that thing to you. And we always say, what is re- uh, what is a relationship without communication? If they don't communicate that thing to you and give you the chance to 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 make that choice on your own, whether you're gonna change it or not, then then you know it's it, it's not fair. It's not fair, and it's like sometimes I feel like we do this thing to the, uh, the other person, and we in our mind we want them to read our minds, like, and we want we want them to be this perfect being, but they have one or two things wrong with them, but we never communicated that to them and gave them a chance to even see if they wanted to consider fixing that, and and it's like we automatically x them off the list. That couldn't be more truthful, and I'm so glad y'all are bringing this up because. That's me. And now that I'm like just listening to what you're saying, what I've realized is like, though I'm an effective, kind of, not actually, just on the podcast. Like, I feel like I'm an effective communicator when I can talk about my wrongs. Mm. But I don't know how to effectively, right at this moment, effectively communicate how, if I feel some type of way about what somebody else is doing. Mm. Like, Cause I really loathe, is that the right word? Um, confrontation. Like mm. I don't like confrontation. I don't like call. Like I don't like calling people out. Cause mm. and that's why a lot of times, like if I do accidentally like call someone out, out, it comes stronger because I haven't been able to talk about it, and so it's building up. <laughs> and then I'm like, ah! <laughs> and so but. What I'm realizing just like at this moment is like I really don't like confrontation, which stops me from having real hard conversations with, you know, the people that I love and adore and mm. and the fact that I try to like I'm kinda of maybe passive aggressive and the fact that I'll might um hit to something mm. or um, That's me. <laughs> that was me at one point. Yeah, hit to something and try to position myself in a way to be like, hey, address this. And putting the ball so far in their build without them even knowing that they have the ball to kick mm. to me. <laughs> and so I'll just wait there and wait and try to give some more hints, give some more hints. But they will never get it. <laughs> they never get it because you're never actually just saying. Coming out and saying it. Coming out and saying the bush with mm. it. That's what I just realized today. I'm going to have to just build up some courage (laughs) and be able to really talk. Just be honest. Yeah. And I was thinking about that with that that whole (laughs) question, though, because a lot of people were saying the person must have this, must have that. But it's like we were given the gift of, of communication and how can we expect somebody to have all of these things. It's just like you do someone wrong. And you keep on doing someone wrong, and, and they get mad at you every time they're doing something wrong to them. But they never told you that this was even wrong. So in their mind, they're doing everything right. They living life like, dang, I don't even know she's mad. Right. But every time Maybe I look up, good. Like, yeah. she's like, I thought our vibes was a thousand. Like, yes. Like, yeah, but you ain't never caught what I was slipping. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, my readers, that would 
would be cool if we were. And I was like, here, I, I met this amazing person. And yeah, because I know a lot of people, and a lot of people this day and age, they say like this person I've had this, especially spirituality, and and especially this, and especially mm-hmm. that, and 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 sometimes I used to feel weird, like, dang, was I supposed to go with for someone that had this amazing spiritual? But I'm like, well, he's growing just fine on his own, like, and he's even picked me up in my down days telling me like you need to have faith in God girl you know that God is gonna see you through and get you through out of this mess and I remember just two years ago he didn't even know what a God was dang near like he knew what God was but he didn't he didn't go think to cry out to God or call on God mm-hmm. if something was going wrong in his life that wasn't never thought of and I remember when that was just me because I'm like okay if I can go from living in a household where God God was definitely always there and present in my life. My family are faithful churchgoers. Like, every Sunday, they don't miss a beat. I don't know when the last time my aunties have not went to church on a Sunday. But I still didn't have a personal relationship with God for myself. And sometimes it just takes someone outside of your immediate household to spark that trigger, to show you that light, to show you that flame. Like, God puts everyone on on earth is a vessel and I think maybe this vessel may just need it to be spoken through this person so that I can truly get it so I just was like I can't cancel this man out I can't I think I was praying at that point in my life I was truly praying to God like send me someone I was fasting and I was I wasn't even saying send me someone I was just like God whoever you have I want it to be perfect divine harmony and then when I get out I'm like okay but God he don't even know you like that so you sure that's the one for me like but then I prayed more and I was like God if it ain't for me remove this person out of my life I prayed that prayer so many times every time an <laughs> argument come up I'm like God if it ain't for me take it out of my life and God always finds a way to keep him there so I'm like okay maybe this is your will God and I'm gonna go with it <clears throat> but yeah I just feel like sometimes we cancel people out so quick and it's just like, imagine if someone canceled us out as quick as we cancel people out. And that's where that grace comes in. That's where that grace comes in. And this is just going back to, like, just knowing God for yourself. Mm. Uh, you said, like, y'all, you went, you're bailing to church faithfully, but you didn't know God for yourself. And I remember mm. when I was, like, I remember asking my mom, like, I feel like I don't know God, like, Mm-hmm. Can you help me? I asked her that, and she was just like, "You gotta, fit, you gotta know God for yourself." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Dang, mom, like really, like you ain't gonna like help me? You ain't gonna throw some scriptures at me?" And I didn't understand it at the time. I had no clue. I was like, "Mom, like I'm shrug, like bro, like that's how I was feeling." Like I'm, sh- I didn't say this to her, but I was thinking to myself, like, "That's all you got, the most <laughs> faithful woman I I know." It's like right, but now I get it. When you seek God for yourself, He has He reveals Himself to you, mm. and it's just like you really do have to take. Is is you do have to seek first the kingdom of God. Like you mm-hmm. really have to seek God for yourself, mm. and it's not enough to. And that's why I was like when I was thinking about the whole when they're talk like when we got into like religion and like can you date a Christian? Can you date a Muslim? Just because I want a Christian doesn't mean that every Christian man has a relationship with God. Hmm. So you have to understand that as well. It's just like, just because somebody's Christian go to church every day doesn't mean that they are living by what the word says hmm. or 
is has a relationship with God that he will cover you, you know, pray for your family, be able to lead you. Mm. And, you know, we didn't really get to touch on that. But, you know, so that's what sometimes when I say, like, I want a godly man, like a true Christian man. But it's so much more than just that title of Christian. Right. It's the it's the principles that is Christian goes with Christianity. It's like. I don't care if you go to church every Sunday or not. I, mm-hmm. I want to know, like, what your relationship is like. I want to know if you could pray for our kids. Like, I want to know mm-hmm. if it, when I'm down that you could speak life into me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know that you could rebuke things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so it's just like, you know, it's such a, I felt like when we talked about, well, when I got the chance to talk about the live podcast, it was so surface, but mm. I really want to break that part down. It's just like, it's not only a Christian man, it's like a, a real Christian man. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't want to say that. It's a man with because, moral, well, like, principles. Like, yeah, it's principles. A certain set of, I don't know how to put it either. Right. And so, <laughs> yeah. So. You don't want a lukewarm Christian. Yeah, I don't want to, it's not even, I don't know what to I guess you could say that. I yeah. Uh, the man I, of God. How about that? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like because I don't even want to even say that because I could say I was a lukewarm Christian when I was just when mm-hmm. I was talking to my mom about that. So I understand like everybody's um, journey with Christ is different, mm-hmm. and they're at different levels. You know, I just want them to seek seek after after Him. But um, actually, I can't even tell you what I want. But that's what I would want <laughs> for now. Yeah. For now. So, um, absolutely. So, because I think people don't kind of understand what, kind of understand what I mean when I say Christian. Like, oh, you just go to church. <laughs> no, like, that, no, you don't know how many scrubs are in church. <laughs> like, bro. just there for the facade. Yes, that's to, it. To be on a best dress, looking nice, like all dapper and whatnot, like, but. Yes. Do you even really live this life? Are you about this life? Right. That's it. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. For me, I just want a very spiritual man that is led by God. That's pretty much to sum it up. It's different from this Christian stand because I don't just throw labels on things. Mm -hmm. But for me, I just, you have to be God led. That needs to be your core value. And whatever that you, whatever you do, it has to be. Through God, it has to be God led. I'm gonna just leave it at that for me to simplify everything. Cause whether it's um, I just it just goes so deep, and it's so hard to put in words. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's wow. like you know what you want, but just God led. I'm gonna say that and leave it at that. <laughs> um, are we done with that topic? I have another thing I wish I would have said. It's not really what I wish I would have said, but if y'all listened to the last podcast, y'all know I was struggling with this whole, like, you know, um, at work, I was like, I struggled with, like, between getting credit for my ideas Mm -hmm. and, um, but also just making sure that I'm doing my job for the right reasons, which I am. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't remember, I was actually, I forgot what I was asking y'all completely, but, I went to church the next week, and I was like, oh, dang, my question was answered, like, and, um, basically, the pastor was saying, it was like, you have to, don't worry about the credit or anything like that, because if you are, you could serve your way to the top, 
And so it's just like mm. doing things for people without even caring if you're going to get credit for it. You know, even it doesn't even have to be, be big things. It could be something as simple as washing the dishes for your mom. Mm. It could be something as simple as getting something for from the grocery store. Just serving people every single day. Mm. And God is going to, he's going to bring you up regardless just because you're serving his people and you're serving God. Mm. And so I kind of like got my question answered. It's like, don't worry about the credit. Don't worry about none of that because at the end of the day, you can't be promoted by anybody else other than God. God's not going to let you get to the next level without him being involved. Like, it has nothing to do with anybody else except right. God. And and I feel like the quickest way to get to the next level is to serve, but I don't think that's why you should do it. Mm, just doing it from the sincerity yeah. of your heart. Doing that from the sincerity of your heart because what what you realize is I'm sure everybody who has served in any type of way, when you do that and you make someone feel good, you feel good and you're happy. Mm-hmm. And so a life full of service is going to be a fulfilling and happy life. Mm-hmm. And then God rewards that service that you're doing as well. So it's like a win, 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 win. Mm-hmm. And stop worrying about like, can't, am I going to get the credit? Am I going to rise to a new level? <laughs> Stuff like that. God's going to promote you when he wants to promote you. Mm. So it's just like, that's what I, I realized. That's what I wanted to say. But I didn't have the answer mm. last podcast. Absolutely. And, and you know, another thing where most times that end up happening is when people hear that, like, hey, you have to serve in order to get God's blessings. They only think about God's blessings. blessings. So they often serve from an egotistical, and I think I've been there. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, if you just do more, you're going to get more. You do more, you're going to get. So it's like this what's in it for me, underlying meaning. But like to say, like really serving just to see someone happy and letting that be enough serving Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's the right thing to do. And you just help someone that was in need. Like, mm-hmm. serving just for that and not even thinking about the blessings. And then next thing you know, you're going to look around and you're just going to have many blessings falling on your lap. But not serving solely with the <laughs> right. with the front, with the front, um, I forget what the term I'm trying to use, but with it being on the first thing on your mind, like, hey, what I'm about to get at, I get this person <laughs> such as, like, ooh, let me go help I do this community <laughs> service because if I help them out, I'm about to get X amount of blessings next week. Right. And don't do that because it's not coming from a place of sincerity and, mm-hmm. and genuineness. And, and the universe can always tell. It's mm-hmm. whatever you're putting out there, it's going to know whether it's genuine or not. So just really finding a way to, to have a whole heart when you serve. I was thinking the same thing. It's like, girl, you better make sure you ain't serving for the right, the wrong reasons. For real. And so, um, yeah, so yeah, exactly what you said. All right, since we on this topic, things I wish I would have said. One thing in the show that I wish I would have elaborated on, not so much I said, was um, how we were talking about self-love. Mm-hmm. And then we also mentioned about self-love and the aspect of, planning your dreams planning your vision so first we know when we say loving yourself enough loving yourself enough to do things that you're passionate about do things um from a career aspect or purpose aspect even going a step above career don't just do a career just because you think it's going to make you a lot of money or it's going to give you this status love yourself enough to go with 
whatever your body truly, not even your body, your soul truly desires. If, if that's being a, a dancer, a skater, or I don't know, whatever the case may be, or being a, a computer engineer, if that's what your passion, your true passion is, and you just can't, you have to eat, breathe, sleep, doctor, uh, nurse, whatever, or singer, or whatever it is, doing that and, and, and really doing it wholeheartedly. And so not just doing that thing, but actually putting a plan out to, to make sure that thing comes to fruition. Because a lot of times, the reason why dreams just stay dreams, and I'm talking to myself, y'all, and Tim's been saying, we need to plan out 2019, we need to plan out 2019, but loving yourself enough to actually plan out your dreams so that they can become a real uh, um, a reality. Because it just hit me the other day, and I was thinking about, <clears throat> you know, anytime someone does something, they have a plan. Like, if you're watching the movies, and they're trying to escape from somewhere, okay, what's the plan? <laughs> or, you know, if you, if I played on basketball teams, and if we call a timeout, the coach is drawing up the plan, the game plan mm -hmm. on the clipboard. Um, just every, the exit plan, even when you were in school, in college, you have a degree plan. So anything, wherever you, your vision is to graduate, but in order to graduate, you have to, reach these milestones on your plan. So loving yourself enough to actually take that time and plan out your dreams. And we talked about it with men on our relationship segment. Like how do we know um, the difference between potential and planning mm -hmm. or which one to choose from or whatever. And we was like, ultimately we came up with, you need both. You need potential and plans. And so, action. And action for <laughs> sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> like, so you need all three, potential, plan, and action. And so executing that plan, that's the action. So I definitely think I wanted to mention how important plans are so that we can get to where we're going. And always leave a little space in your plan for God to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond you can think or ask. Because sometimes life, most times, all the time, life don't go according to plan, but it still always ends up amazing. That was one thing I wanted to mention, too, about self-love. And I mentioned the podcast about me listening to the friends on podcast and they had this energy work lady and just lady that does energy work. Mm -hmm. And she was just talking about how we're a soul first before anything, a pure soul first. Like mm -hmm. God put, put, a soul, put us on this earth as a pure soul and that's it. No titles, no nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was saying just that alone is amazing to know that God put you on this earth is enough and you're here for a reason mm -hmm. and it's just like you should love yourself just based off of that but i also was thinking oh god also puts thoughts in your mind and these dreams and aspirations and passions in your mind like sometimes like i feel like you could tell what he puts in your mind what you put in your mind mm -hmm. and so what i wanted to say is what will make you happier and love yourself even more is doing those things that god has put into your heart those desires and actually you know like jasmine said going after them and it doesn't have to be anything big you know it doesn't have to be like a, being a talk show host being a mm -hmm. basketball player being a doctor it could even be like god put in my heart to go for a walk mm -hmm. god put in my heart to just move and stretch and breathe mm -hmm. you know and doing those things that you desire you know that are minuscule sleep you know what mm -hmm. i mean get a cover 
Um, <laughs> so um, just doing those little things. And I didn't mention this in the last show, but but I think I was too focused on just being um, happy with just being a pure soul here. Mm-hmm. But also, God does give you those desires, and it's up to you to go after it. But when you do go after it, mm-hmm. you're going to have a happier life, which ultimately ulti- ultimately, is going to be a reflection of self-love because you love yourself to do it. Absolutely. You're going to love yourself even more because you're fulfilling your dreams. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we didn't get to the affirmations, but anyways, we always end with the affirmation anyways. <laughs> wow, we really didn't. We didn't. <laughs> Alrighty, so guys, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Guys, if this is your first time tuning in with the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end the podcast with positive affirmations. What the heck and why the heck are affirmations important? Your words is something that you put out into this universe. Your words carry a certain energy. And whether you're putting out bad, lower vibrational energy that's dragging your leg down, or you could possibly be putting out really happy, positive energy that's uplifting your life. Um, Even in the Bible, it says, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, don't put out those words that are low in energy. Instead, say things that uplift you, like I'm strong, I'm feeling healthy, I'm feeling wealthy. Um, Guys, it's... It, it, it may not happen overnight, but it, the more you put these words out into the to the universe, God is going to send them back to you. It's inevitable. There's life and death at the power. I mean, at life and death at our. How do you say the thing? Life and death in the, in the tongue. Oh, Jesus. I think it's life and death in the tongue, y'all. I'm sorry, but um, it's life in your tongue and it's death. So don't speak death in your life. Speak positivity. And higher vibrational words. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. I think that's what it is. I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So guys, it's three of us, and I'm affirming that it's millions and billions or whomever is divinely meant to be out there tuned in and getting their soul fed and their life changed for the best. So who is going to start us off with these positive affirmations, y'all? I have a clear mind. God is my rock and my fortress. I am protected by God everywhere I go, and I bring God with me in every place I am. I am capable of accomplishing all the things that I envision. Yes, and you guys let us know your affirmations down below. You can truly create the life you want through the power of the tongue. And speaking of the power of the tongue, go ahead and vocalize how much you love the Soul Feeling Podcast by sharing your thoughts on any of our podcasts on social media, our social on your social media platforms. But you can follow us on our social media platforms mm-hmm. on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All you have to do is type in Soul Feeling Podcast. That's S O U L space F I L L I N G. Also, if you aren't subscribed to us on any of the beautiful platforms that we're on. Go ahead and do that. You'll leave us a five-star rating and say something nice about us. All right, guys. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on SoundCloud. And we are on Google Play. So you have no excuse to share it with the people you love. We love you guys so much. 
Until next time, so many. Talk to you later.